When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. Time to talk tennis. Uh, the Australian Open starts today down at Melbourne Park. Uh, big build-up it has been. And for Kia, a pinnacle of engineering, the Kia EV6 GT, the most powerful Kia ever crafted. Uh, we are joined by Brett Phillips, who, by the way, Scoob, is going to join us, BP, at this time every day during the Australian Open, which will be fantastic. BP, good morning to you. Uh, morning, gents. Ready to rumble. Let's go. Well, I was ready to talk. Uh, speaking of rumbling, I was ready to talk about the sort of damage that old Tom Lanovich might be able to do in, in this tournament over the next fortnight. But then over the weekend, she withdrew, which was sad news. Yeah, we've had a couple of like casualties, Sam. And uh, that'll be an interesting watch with Isla. Uh, she's talked about her knees uh, just maybe even possibly requiring surgery. Um, so we'll just sort of you know, keep an eye on that over the next few weeks. Not the ideal start to the year you know, for a player coming off her uh, best season last year. Um, she just hasn't, hasn't been able to get to the start line. You know, sometimes the wear and tear of a previous tennis season uh, carries over into the, the next year with that limited uh, pre-season, off-season period. So, yeah, the cupboard is uh, bare. I mean, the, the rest of the Aussies have all got in courtesy of getting a wild card. So we'll see if a couple can maybe bob up. And there's a few out there today, Storm Hunter and you know, young girl Talia Gibson, who not many people would know about, but junior athlete of the year this year, incredible year, the 18-year-old. She is a talent. There's something in the water over in WA. Well, there's a beautiful grass courts over there. They're producing uh, some good talent. Um, you know, and there's another young girl, Olivia Gadecki, who we've been talking about for a little while. has been mentored by Ash Barty. And, you know, maybe um, that can cause a couple of surprises because our women's side of it needs a bit of a lift. So before we get to, I guess, our local hopes today and tomorrow, BP, I was just spent a bit of the morning looking at the fallout over where they've scheduled Alina Rybakina to play, which is obviously out on court 13 for the reigning Wimbledon champion. And I know some people saying she's been disregarded and it's a snub and all the rest of it. What's your what's your read on this? Yeah, it's a tough one. Look, scheduling is is not easy. And uh, if, if, if the camera could actually go into a scheduling meeting, there's a lot of people in mm. there. Uh, there's all the, the, the broadcasters who have their say because they want their uh, particular players at prime time slots, and it's tough. It's just a nightmare to try and please everyone. And it, it probably <laughs> it sort of just fits her personality. She's a quite a shy, introverted uh, girl who um, you know probably doesn't want the fanfare either. Uh, she's a very good talent. I mean, a surprise Wimbledon winner last year. I mean, we knew she was emerging, and mm. but. Yeah, it's, it's probably a little bit stiff for someone who's just won uh, Wimbledon. But, you know, she hasn't done a lot since winning Wimbledon. So she's still, you know, 25-odd in the world. It's not like she's in that top, absolute top bracket. So, unfortunately, um, not not everyone can get on the big court. Yep. Uh, BP, we see Raf Nadal, um, number one seed, comes in with probably, you know, form that's questionable, but you can't question uh, him when it comes to a Grand Slam ellipse. I really like the the matchup with he and Jack Draper. I think this could be a ripping first round game. I agree, Simon. Yeah, this this could uh, delay the night session uh, today, which you know it does happen at the Australian Open when you put that third match on. Which you know we don't know what time that'll start. And even if Nadal wins in straight sets, 
his matches at least go two and a half, three hours because it, you know, it takes a bit of time to get up and serve. Um, but, you know, it's a tough matchup. I mean, Jack, semi-finals Adelaide, he is a huge talent, big ranking spike. Uh, he's still a work in progress, and the upside to him is enormous. Where he lands, not quite sure, but he's got the frame and the game to actually maybe get towards the top 10 one day. So he needs to get into the net. He needs to not just sit on the baseline with Nadal. He does like coming in for a big guy, a big wingspan, takes some risks. So it's a danger match, no doubt. If I look at Nadal, I mean, possibly Nakashima, second round. Uh, Nishioka, who's a good player from Japan. And, and you know, Tiafo, uh, fourth round, is a rematch of that US Open battle last year. And Yeah, not an easy uh, uh, first week for Nadal, but, you know, you're right. So I mean, the, the champions when it comes to the Grand Slams, can just get themselves into another groove. And uh, I feel like Rafa's had a, a pretty good week. He's been in a positive frame of mind after the United Cup, and but he gets a real stern test today. What about the Aussies? Uh, they'll be tested today, BP. I mean, we've got a range of them in action. A couple of wild cards, Jason Kubler, of course, uh, Talia yep. Gibson. Uh, how do you see the Aussies? Johnny Milman as well, Olivia Gadecki. What, what, sort, what are they in for today? Well, I think all eyes will be on Jason Kubler. He's uh, he's hot property at the moment. Everyone's loving mm. his work and he's uh, just how he presents himself, laid back Queenslander. You know, he's at 84 live in the rankings. Uh, this is where he's got to make his mark. You know, start getting to at least a third round, Sam, of a major. And then you start, the ranking starts looking after itself. Now, Sebastian Byers, his opponent today, has had a phenomenal rise himself in the last 12 months. But he's 5-19 and 19 on the hard court. So he's grown up playing a lot on clay, loves the clay. And that's where Kubler should be able to get in today with that raucous uh, John Kane Arena crowd behind him. And the question about John Millman, I mean, we keep saying, you know, is this going to be maybe his last Australian Open? He sort of hinted in the last 12 months that he's, you know, probably suffering a little bit mentally, a bit of mental fatigue being on the tour for so long. Court three... Great atmosphere, little amphitheatre today, up against Marc-Andrea Hüsler, who's Switzerland's number one inside the top 100. Lefty, difficult to play, but maybe Johnny can rally and build on a little bit of that confidence he got in Adelaide last week because we'd love to see him win a round or two. But, you know, it could be a day where we maybe say farewell as well. Who knows? I love the players who entertain us, um, um, BP, and Daniil Medvedev is one of those, but cut from a different cloth, isn't Smart he? Cat. Now, he, he, yeah, he's a guy who doesn't mind being uh, the villain. In fact, you get the impression that it really drives him. He embraces it, and uh, I'm sure he's going to give us something to watch tonight. No, he's a beauty. Uh, going in, uh, you know, if you ever get a media accreditation, whoever's out there listening, if you're lucky enough to get in there and uh, go to a Medvedev press conference. He just, uh, it, it takes you on this journey and he, you hear him in his on-court interviews. He's quirky. Uh, he's got a very high IQ. And I'm fascinated. He's, he's one I've got a, a little asterisk next to this year because he rose to number one. Didn't have a great Grand Slam year last year. He's become a dad. You know, I, I just, I, I wonder, and he, he's highly driven. Got the same coach. It's a very small coaching box. It's just uh, the coach basically in there and, Sometimes his wife, Daria, travels. Um, and he's unorthodox. He's just difficult to play. Up against the man tonight, Sam, with the biggest set of quads just about in tennis, in Marcos Giron, who uh, he's a good player. He, he, he's beaten some good players last year, and he might fancy himself tonight. But, yeah, Medvedev, uh, Nadal, that's 
probably the likely quarterfinal on that side of the draw. Up against Quadzilla, I like that. And BP, for those listening this morning who are getting along today but don't really have a hard and fast plan about what they're going to do, they might have a ground pass and the like. If you've got the schedule there and the, and the fixture in front of you, if you like, have you got any tips for those who are perhaps going for the first time or where they should best direct their energies in going to get a good look at some quality tennis today? A question uh, without notice for you. Yeah, well, I think the ground pass on the first two days is a must. I mean, I, I wouldn't even probably get a Rod Laver pass because matches uh, turn into epics. They start in the twilight, they end in the night. I yeah. mean, there might be two players that you don't know much about, but they'll give you a five-set epic on court 15, court 17, wherever it might be. So I just, I just wander today. Just wander, see where you can grab a seat. Just keep an eye on the scoreboard. And if it looks like it's going to turn in, get in there and don't leave your seat because uh, they're some of the best matches across the history of the Australian Open where, you know, young cha- young potential champions sort of make their name. Uh, so, yeah, there's plenty plenty out there. I mean, if, if, Ryback, if Ryback is out on court 13, yeah. I haven't gone through the entire fixture. There's plenty who are on the outside courts uh, today who are good talents. BP, um, I'm going to try and get down to Rod Laver Arena. One of the jobs I've always courted in my time is the courtside announcer on <laughs> Rod Laver Arena as the players walk out. I just, I thought I'd just do a little pre-Australian oh, no. Open call for you just to see where you think I'm at. Um, uh, and mm. here's the mm. way I think it would go if I was calling it today. Okay. Ladies right. and gentlemen, welcome. <laughs> Centre court here at Rod Laver Arena. Alina Rybakina, 22nd in the world, versus Elisabetta Cocciaretto. (laughs) What do you think? Well, I think if Craig Willis was listing, uh, Simon, he'd say you probably just need to go and have a couple of extra gaspers out the back because he used to go and have a few gaspers in between and then the voice would just get deeper. You've got to get right down the baritone of the voice. Oh, <laughs> geez. Not, bad. Not bad at all. I think, BP, BP, you're a good bloke. You were very, very kind to Simon there. Oh, Pronunciation-like, and uh, was that correct enough? Yeah, look, any any time in doubt, just say it really quickly. That's always been my philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great to talk to you, mate. Uh, have fun. Uh, enjoy it. And we'll speak again uh, this time tomorrow. Yeah, good day one. Thanks, guys.